Successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show here at 980 AM. I appreciate you joining us as well. If you're listening on iTunes uh, via podcast or at GrillNationShow.com. I'm your host, Jason Grill. It's great to be back here with you again today for another episode of the grill nation show with jason grill uh very excited about our guests today uh we're gonna have a lot of fun on the show today we've got two really good guests uh and we'll enter our first guest here in a second but first off i want to thank our partners and supporters of the grill nation show title sponsors of the show are trust mobank bok financial and two west companies and ryan rink contributors of the grill nation show include the rieger and jay rieger and co Ryan Maybe is a guest hosted on air contributor. The KCADC, that's the Kansas City Area Development Council. And Brian Sarf with True Wealth and Company, he's a guest host and on air contributor. You can connect with me at Grill Nation Show on Twitter and at Jason Grill. I'm also available on social media. Uh, just search Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, you name it. Just search for my name at Jason Grill. Love connecting with our guests, our, our, our listeners, and everyone else who, uh, joins us each and every week here on the Grill Nation show. Uh, on today's show, we're going to start off with Mr. Steak. Uh, what a story this guy has. Mick Scully, he, uh, the website is mrsteak.com. They are doing some really cool stuff over there at Mr. Steak with uh, portable grills, uh, radiant infrared heat. And I thought, you know, with uh, with uh, fall upon us, with tailgating season starting here uh, in Kansas City and obviously throughout the country at many NFL and college football games with all the great things that are going on outdoors this time of year, what 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 a better time to have on an entrepreneur who's built a, a pretty pretty cool company and empire uh, as and he's known as Mr. Steak. So I want to welcome in Mick Scully, who is uh, – Mr. Steak himself on the show, on the on the guest phone line here. Uh, Mick, how are you today? Doing great, thank you. <clears throat> Pleasure to be on the show with you. It's great to have you. I'm, uh, I'm excited. Obviously, my last name is Grill, so this kind of really uh, really kind of excited me, and I, I love to tailgate, and, and uh, it, in this part of the country, obviously, we love... Uh, we love grilling, but before we get to your products, I want to actually uh, learn more about you. How the heck did you get into this industry? Where did this well, start? Well, you know, my dad was a, a real griller. So growing up, you know, I carried trays for my dad for <laughs> 30 years, and I watched him grill. And when I, you know, I went to Fort Leonard Wood uh, in the Army and went to cook school. Uh, there I learned how to cut a sandwich in half. But that was about as far as it went in cook school. But as a young man, I started to grill, and I just basically loved grilling. I'm an agent by uh, profession, uh, handling artists and being a talent buyer at for casinos and state fairs and that sort of thing. I actually, uh, for many years, bought concerts for the Kansas State Fair. Really? And 
as the years went by, um, you know, I discovered a technology called infrared cooking, um, and I learned that when I grilled for, for friends and family using the infrared grill, that the steaks came out basically like a steakhouse, because that's the technology that steaks that steakhouses use. But, you know, I got the name Mr. Steak from agents. I gave dinners called Steak and Agents at conventions, and the guys from William Morris and CAA, for those are the big booking agencies, they nicknamed me Mr. Steak at one of the dinners, and it just kind of stuck. And I had the nickname for around 20 years before I created brand, Mr. Steak. And you, so you've been doing this for, for uh, how long now? Well, the, the brand was created about four years ago. The nickname goes back a long time. It's amazing that you have that nickname. I mean, that, that, I, when I heard it, uh, I was like, you know, wow, Mr. Steak, that's, that's quite a, uh, a powerful name you got there. I mean, that, that's something that really you got to have a good grill and you got to be a good griller to obtain. So you, um, you, you grew up where? Where did you grow up in the country? Well, I grew up in Chicago, okay. um, and, you know, Chicago has a lot of good steakhouses, and as a little boy, my parents took me out to dinner, and my folks loved steaks, and so we went to a lot of steakhouses, and I kind of grew up with it. Mm-hmm. So when you started this business, um, how long did it take for you really to, uh, to see success? I, I know, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and business folk, it's hard sometimes at the start. I mean, when did you start thinking this could be a real business? Well, you know, I had this nickname for a really long time. And I came back from a trip, and I was sitting at my desk one, one day, and I said, you know, what can I do with Mr. Steak? My kids said, why don't you do something with it? And I said, well, what am I going to do? So I, you know, put my thinking cap on, and I'd been doing ideas for artists for my whole career. And I said, you know, uh, I'll I'll call my lawyer. So I called my lawyer. I asked him if I could get a trademark on Mr. Steak. And by the way, I also have Mr. Hamburger. <laughs> I haven't used it much yet, but I'm also Mr. Hamburger. <laughs> Love it. And uh, and uh, yeah, it was available. There had been a chain of steakhouses in the 70s called Mr. Steak. They let the trademark go, and I was lucky enough to grab it. Uh, so now I've got a trademark. What am I going to do with it? Well, mm-hmm. I've been doing infrared cooking for 20 or more years, very few people had an infrared grill when I bought one. They still don't really have very many. They're mostly for commercial purposes and steakhouses. So I uh, decided to see if I could create my own Mr. Steak infrared grill. I went to uh, through the entertainer, Tony Orlando. If you remember Tony Orlando and mm-hmm. Dawn, he's still mm-hmm. a great friend. He introduced me to the... Uh, owner of Bass Pro, Johnny Morris. Very and well known, very well known in these parts, that's for sure. In a Missouri. fantastic human being. And he um, immediately, within two or three minutes of meeting him and talking about Mr. Steak, he asked me if I was interested in collaborating with Bass Pro and creating a Mr. Steak brand with grills. And I said yes. And you know, kind of the rest is history. The next couple of years, we worked on creating the grills and all the products, and they released them uh, a year ago, Memorial Day. So it's been about 15 or 16 months that the grills have uh, been in stores. The patio grills came out first, and the 
small infrared portable grills came out in June of this year. And that's what we're going to talk about after the break here with Mr. Steak. Uh, really want to get down into the, into the weeds on the uh, the portable grill. Uh, you know, you can use this camping, tailgating, or on any road tripping adventure. And if you go to MrSteak.com, you can you, you you seem like quite the outdoorsman there, Mick. I mean, your your videos uh, quite the quite the photos you got up there and uh, places you can use these grills. I'm very excited about it because you know uh, there's nothing better than tailgating this time of year and obviously camping out is always fun but again you want to get that actual taste uh and we're going to get into that with with what you're what you're cooking with the steak and with the seasonings and what you recommend i know you have the 10 commandments of steak as well on mrsteak.com but uh mick after the break let's get into kind of uh why infrared and why you think that this product is really innovative and great and and then we'll we'll talk more about uh kind of your partnership with bass pro shops uh, after the break, you're listening to Grill Nation Show. We got Mick Scully, who's Mr. Steak, uh, on the line today. Very excited about this. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for listening today to Grill Nation. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us again today on 980 AM KMBZ and on iTunes uh, via podcast as well as at grillnationshow.com where you can find uh, links to all of our shows, photos of our guests, and more information about our, our partners and supporters. We are talking to Mr. Steak himself, Mick Scully. The website is mrsteak.com. Amazing company here. Uh, there, uh, you can buy their products, uh, online or in, uh, Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's in the area. Uh, Mick has done some pretty cool stuff with developing and, and selling a, uh, radiant, radiant infrared heat grill that reaches a thousand degrees in one to two minutes. It's perfect for camping out, tailgating, and everything you do outdoors. He's also got a line of, of larger grills as well at mrsteak.com. Mick, I want to get into the um, portable grill because this is exciting because obviously a lot of people uh, like to tailgate. They like to go camping. They like the outdoors. Tell us more about your uh, portable grill, why it's unique, and uh, why you think that it's uh, something every tailgater should have. Well, you know, most portable grills are very don't really heat all that well they're they're uneven the temperature is low they'll get the job done but they will they'll get it done in kind of a mediocre way the portable infrared uh, goes to the same temperature as a big infrared it will hit a thousand degrees in a minute or two and so you can bring the steakhouse experience anywhere you want to go you know and I've if you look at my website, you'll see me on ATVs and four-wheeling and floating down rivers and going on the on the side of the river and, and grilling. And what I've always wanted to do is bring the, the greatest, you know, basically the steakhouse experience to wherever I'm at. Mm-hmm. And the infrared grill is is features um, a ceramic plate with a thousand little holes in it and. The gas is forced through those little holes. It creates this very high temperature. And if you go to a steakhouse, which probably everybody goes to steakhouses, but I go into the kitchen, and every one of them 
has infrared grills in their kitchen. That's how they cook steaks. And so with the Mr. Steak Portables, you can do basically what a steakhouse does anywhere you take it. Mm-hmm. It also, you know, you mentioned it's a, it reaches up to 1,000 degrees in one or two minutes, and uh, it cools down in approximately five minutes. I mean, that's a lot easier to clean up and get started, isn't it, uh, when you're outdoors, Mr. Steak? And uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, all the different stainless steel grates. You have safety locks. It's got state-of-the-art engineering, a stylish look. And you know what? It's pretty affordable, isn't it? Oh, it's very affordable. Um, you know, one of the things we said when we, the Bass Pro said when we created the grills was we needed to keep the grill within the range of the average person. And uh, they're very affordable. And the the uh, list price on the very on the smallest grill is two hundred and twenty nine dollars, and that's a pretty reasonable price considering that you're getting a steakhouse experience from that grill. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Mister Steak, Mick Scully. It's great to have him on the show, MrSteak.com. Mick, you also um, you have a lot of other things on your website you sell uh, besides grills uh, and infrared grills. You have uh, seasonings, and you have all, all kinds of other stuff as well, right? Absolutely. And in the next month, we're launching a line of steaks, and hamburgers, and meat products that you'll be able to buy online through Bass Pro as well. Our seasonings, uh, I tinkered with the seasonings for, you know, for my whole life. I kept mixing various spices to get the best seasonings that I could find. And, you know, I mean, I, I hate to, you know, toot my own horn, but our power pepper is probably the best pepper you're ever going to get. And the special blend um, is a little bit smoky, but it has a tremendous ability to bring the flavors out of any meat. And the flavor booster, uh, that is almost like a woman's base makeup. You need it to look good, mm-hmm. and you need it to have the steak taste good. And it goes very well on chicken or fish or just about anything. That was my next so question. I, we got, we're going to yeah. be able to cook more than just steak on this grill, right? Oh, yes. You know, one of the great things about an infrared is if you like ahi, for example, ahi seared on the outside and rare on the inside, you need a really high temperature to sear that, that ahi. Perfect for the Mr. Steak infrared. I've done salmon on it. You put, make sure you put a little oil on it just to get, keep it moist. And I've cooked amazing salmon on this grill. And I have friends that have these grills, and they're always calling me to tell me how, you know, how great this dinner or that dinner was. And you know, I'm proud of what we've created or it's what Bass Pro has created. It's pretty awesome. Again, you have infrared portable grills on the website. You have uh, regular grills. I'm going to... Just bought a house here, uh, Mr. Steak. I'm going to have to get one of those portable gr- or those actual grills for the backyard uh, as well. Um, you have seasonings, you have accessories, you have you have it all at MrSteak.com. Um, you also have your Ten Commandments of Steak up on your website. I thought this was fascinating. Tell us how you uh, decided to come up with this because I know our listeners uh, always like uh, grilling tips. Well, somewhere along the line people would come to my house and they would ask me, well, what are you doing? How are you creating such a fabulous steak? And I, one of the reasons I created Mr. Steak was people kept asking me or saying to me, boy, this is the best steak I've ever had. And I would say back to them, well, you can have the best steak you've ever had 50 times in your life, but it's always nice when you hear it. Um, But the Ten Commandments are basically what you go through to create the ultimate steak at home. 
And if you follow it and you have it in for red, you're going to amaze your friends uh, and, you know, have fabulous meals. It's, it's not rocket science. An easy one that many people already know about is getting the steak to room temperature before you cook it. You take it out of the freezer a day or two ahead, get it, to, get it thawed, then put it on the counter for two to three hours before you cook it, get it to room temperature. And also, when you finish the steak, you don't cut into it or do anything to it when you take, off, take it off the grill. Let it settle for four or five minutes, just like you would on a roast. The juices settle in. A lot of people don't realize that, and your steak will taste better. Mm. God, I'm getting hungry just thinking about all of this, and uh, exciting to have uh, all of these great tips from Mr. Steak. Mr. Steak, we have a question from a listener who uh, is an avid dinner party host, good, uh, actually a good friend of me, and uh, she's a, 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 a master griller, if you will, and she's into this, this uh, tri-tip uh, cut of beef. I, I guess it's gotten really popular out in California of late. It's very tender if cooked properly, uh, but it's a bigger piece of meat that serves a lot of different people. What are your tips for uh, pieces of meat like that? Do you have anything specific that you think uh, people should be looking at or doing, or is it is it as simple as, as what you said in your Ten Commandments? Well, it's it's kind of as simple as the Ten Commandments. You you Cooking steaks, it really doesn't matter what cut you're cooking. It's more or less the thickness. If you have a thin steak, which a tri-tip generally isn't, you have a different mode of cooking because it's going to get done really quick. A tri-tip or a sirloin steak that's somewhat thicker, you cook it on an infrared. Basically, you, you turn it once, maybe twice, and there's no specific advice for a tri-tip that would be any different than a New York strip or a sirloin. They're all pretty much the same. And if you read the Ten Commandments of steak, you can get kind of my advice on how to create that great steak. Again, Mr. Steak has the uh, portable infrared grills that uh, launched recently at uh, Bass Pro Shops and at now at Cabela's as well. The infrared portable grill retails for about $229 uh, for a one burner and about uh, $329. And they don't weigh very much. Uh, one's 30 pounds and one's 49 pounds. Um, Mr. Steak, tell us, I'd like to get some more advice from you on, on growing this business. We have a lot of business folks and entrepreneurs that listen to the show. Do you have any specific advice on, um, uh, or tactics or techniques that really you've, you've kind of thought about doing uh, throughout this journey that have really helped you along the way? Well, I followed my passion. I loved grilling. And I loved making people happy at my dinners. And I think anybody, whether it's, you know, any business or any passion that you have, if you see, if you're creative and you see a way to turn that passion into a business, that would be my best advice. I, you know, everybody has certain things they love. I'm a book collector uh, as well. Now, I haven't really turned that into a business, but it's a tremendous passion of mine. And I think that life has passions, and if you follow them, you'll be successful in whatever you do. Mm, that's awesome. I will mention, too, that uh, there was a recent article in the Los Angeles Times that you were uh, with, with grilling tips as well as far as tailgating season starting. 
if someone's going to go out and tailgate uh, at a Chiefs game or at a, at a Mizzou, KU, K-State, whatever, Notre Dame, it doesn't matter. My son went to KU, by the way. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of our listeners like that. What's, what's, our, what's our time for this? I mean, how much time should we prepare uh, with the infrared grill to actually you know, get it set up, get it going, uh, feed our guests? What, what are we looking at from a time perspective here? Well, the nice thing about the portable infrared is they cook in about half the time of a regular grill. And we have really fabulous stands that fit either the one or the two burner. And I would get the stand, set it up, have your cooler, um, you know, try to get the steaks to room temperature before you cook them. You don't want to let them, you know, you're outside. If it's a hot day, you don't want to have problems, you know, in that regard. But it generally will take you about four to five minutes to to grill a steak on an infrared. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's amazing. That's quick. I never thought it would be that quick, but I'm excited to try it again. Mr. Steak has been our guest today on the Grill Nation Show. His website is mrsteak.com. You can purchase his grills at uh, your local Bass Pro Shop or Cabela's. Mick, I appreciate you coming on the show today. I'm excited to use the uh, the portable infrared uh, at tailgates or camping uh, this fall. And uh, keep up the good work. It's, it's great to connect with you, and uh, I appreciate you coming on the air today. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be on. And, and Jason, if you have any more questions, call me anytime. Will do, my friend. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Appreciate joining us on 980 AM. And if you're listening on iTunes via podcast, we love having you as well, whether you're at the gym, in the car, running, uh, doing chores, whatever you're doing, getting errands done. We love having you listening. And also love when you join us at grillnationshow.com where you can find photos of our guests, contact information, and more information about the Grill Nation show. Hope you enjoyed the uh, first few segments. Those were lively. I'm excited for our next guest. Uh, Aaron Borgman is joining me. He's the owner at Borgman Rehab Solutions. He's also a former NFL uh, a trainer, assistant trainer, and physical therapist. He was with the, gosh, you were with all kinds of people. You were with the Philadelphia Eagles. You were with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you also uh, had a stint in NFL Europe for a while, but that'll, that's going to be interesting to talk about. Uh, he also is a St. Louis University graduate where I went to school. We were just discussing off air if we, if we hung out at all, uh, in one of the, uh, the dorms at, at some point, but we're there about the same time. So it's, it's great to have you in studio. Uh, Aaron, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me today, Jason. I appreciate being here. It's great to have you. So, uh, tell us a little about your background. Uh, first off, how the hell did you end up at SLU? I always get that question being a Kansas City guy. So I'm actually from a small town, Union, Missouri, just outside sure. of St. Louis. Sure. Um, Heard of it. I applied to several schools across the nation. Uh, I was interested in physical therapy. I got in. They had a very unique program in the fact that you could get direct access to grad school at the time and didn't have to reapply. Uh, so that was appealing. I got into several places, uh, even a kind of a jokingly uh, admission to Mizzou as a walk-on kicker for football and decided oh, that was not something that I wanted to do. We probably could have used one back then. <laughs> I went to law school at Mizzou, so I... Uh, I know our kicking uh, game wasn't the strongest. I think Mizzou started getting – I think Pinkle uh, was like second year maybe. 
at Mizzou. I don't remember. He was very early at my law school days I, that he started. I'd like to say that I could uh, realize when to stay in my lane and know my limitations, so that was something <laughs> I declined. Um, so I went to St. Louis U for physical therapy, graduated there in uh, August of 05. I did a couple internships while I was in St. Louis. I was very fortunate to get a summer-long internship with the St. Louis Cardinals where I sat in the dugout for a month, or excuse wow. me, a summer. Uh, and that was one of the big highlights of my young life, being a Cardinals fan. I had two consecutive summer and fall internships with the Rams football while they were still there. This is after college. This is uh, during, during college, college actually, yeah, wow. in the summers and the falls. And um, then when I graduated, I studied for my boards, like everybody that's in a post-professional career does. And uh, I was very fortunate to get hired by NFL Europe. Um, yeah, and uh, what was that like? So when, when you get hired by NFL Europe... Uh, you don't actually, which, by the way, is no longer existing. Yeah, right. Uh, you actually don't go to Europe until after training camp is over. And so I was going to spend three weeks in Tampa at training camp where all the teams convene. I was hired by them in January. February comes along. I go down to Tampa, and I get a phone call the day before I leave, actually, and the Philadelphia Eagles want to hire me away from them. I that, say, that I've is- just signed a contract. I, I'd love to. And they go, oh, we can get you out of that. So I go to Tampa for a couple of weeks, and I was really excited about going to NFL Europe because it was 06. It was an, I was going to be assigned to Cologne. Um, my family's heritage is German. It was the World Cup. I was all stoked about it. <laughs> and then I get this dream job that I can't pass up. How the so, heck did the Eagles find you? Um, honest to goodness, it was a straight resume. They had a stack of resumes. I had the internships that they were looking for. I had some good references that they realized were credible. It was luck. I mean, I was in the right place at the right time, to be honest with you. So you wanted to be in the sports world, obviously. Yeah, I was that kid that was always, uh, you know, really into sports, but never quite good enough to make it uh, a career. And so while I played everything every season, uh, I knew that uh, if I wanted to continue to be around it, I had to find a different avenue than actually playing it. So you're with the uh, uh, Aaron Borgman is our guest today uh, on the Grill Nation show. You were with the Philadelphia Eagles as an assistant athletic trainer and physical therapist for a long time, seven yeah. years. Yeah, I uh, comboed that with uh, work for a company called Novacare, who's a big national company, physical therapy provider. And uh, I did uh, kind of half the year for them and half the year for the Eagles when they were in season, um, basically full-time, 90 hours a week, eight months a year, no days off from the last day of July till like February 1st when the Super Bowl was over. Wow. So I did that for seven years in Philly and then moved here for five years, obviously, with the Chiefs. But uh, that's the life of an NFL so you, so you, uh, So you were with the Eagles, and obviously Andy Reid was there then? Andy Reid was there, yes. Okay, and then did you did you come with him for the Chiefs? Because so, you had no Kansas City background, am I right? Correct. Okay. Um, we had just had our son in 2012, and he was about a year old, and it was kind of difficult raising a kid by yourself in a city where you don't have any relatives, no family, my wife and I. And so we were thinking, man, are we going to stay here? Are we going to move? And it just so happened, unfortunately, that the coach was uh, released from his job. And <laughs> What were, year was that, 13? That, that was after the 2012 season. Okay. And so we were hearing rumors about San Diego. We were hearing rumors about Tennessee and Arizona. I'm like, I talked to my wife, Laura. I said, I don't really have any interest in any of those cities. Let's just go back home to St. Louis and we'll figure something out. And then, boom, Kansas City comes out of nowhere. Right. And so I talked to my boss at the time because I knew he was making the move with Coach Reed. Mm-hmm. I said, look, let's figure this out. Missouri's home to me. 
I want to be close to my family. I still want to be in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's figure this out. And I was very fortunate that we figured out a situation where I could come to Kansas City with Coach and all the other staff members that made the move. So you were with uh, the Chiefs as the assistant athletic trainer and physical therapist, same job you had basically in Philly for another five years up until January 2008. I mean, what was that experience like? Tell us about the difference between Philly and Kansas City in this job. Oh, because man. I, I know the Philly fans are pretty rough, and then the Chiefs fans are uh, are, are all, they're they're eternally optimistic. Medically, uh, well, I made the move up from probably fourth in line in the staff to second in line, so okay. I was second in command in Kansas City uh, when it comes to the medical staff as far as day to day operations. Um, medically, there's not a whole lot of change. The biggest challenge was getting to know where my connections were. Mm-hmm. I was I'm a logistics guy, so I had to get things done now. I had to get things done yesterday. I had to organize this appointment and get this person there and, you know, making those relationships with all the doctors and their assistants and having everybody's cell phones. I've got half of Kansas City's medical database in my cell phone <laughs> because of that, because things have to happen in sure. an instant in that world. And if they don't, you're behind. So uh, the biggest change was learning new people mm-hmm. and learning who do I call if I need something done now. And so there, there was some challenges with that. But after you figure that out, it was oh, man, I've got to call this person at 11 p.m. at night. They're going to hate to see my number pop up. But most people here are a lot nicer about it than they were in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a great town, a little bit rough around the edges (laughs) when it comes to a lot of things. But uh, that was probably my biggest challenge. Um, As far as the fans are concerned, well, that's a whole other discussion. Sure. So you were were pretty much there every day then? Every day. At Arrowhead. Um, In season, which we call the last week of July when we go to training camp. So the last game is played, be it whatever in the playoffs or the regular season. Every day, seven days a week, I wake up at 5.30, get there by 6, eat breakfast, take a shower at the facility, change clothes. Uh, we start at 7. I, Depending upon the day, I'd leave at 5 or 6 or 7 or 8. Um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Saturdays, Sundays. So tell us what it's like working with the players when they're dealing with injuries. So you see all types. You really do. Some players don't want to be in the athletic training room. Some players like to be there. They like to feel like they are loved a little bit. And you can tell the ones that want a little bit of love versus the ones that just want to get in, get healthy, and get out. Mm-hmm. Um, the athletic training room is an interesting dynamic because it is a safe haven from everybody else in the building. It's We uh, always used to have a saying you know, that you have to uh, keep your ego at the door because any and all subjects are available to be you know, poked at or joked about. Some things that you can't do in regular society exist there mm-hmm. because it's a bunch of people just hanging out, making fun of each other or yeah. ribbing each other or, you know, talking about contracts or cars or, you know, their relationships and things like that. So we always said it was where real happened because that's where everybody convened. That was everybody's hangout spot. And so, you know, those things are unique to that environment. And so when players go there, they feel safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they feel like they can really be themselves as opposed to what you may or may not see in the media or in print or in, on TV. A lot of confidentiality, too, with your job. Quite a bit, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, federal laws being what they are, I can only talk about so much. I can, you know, when people want to talk about stories, you can say, oh, this player had this thing, but mentioning names is generally out of the question. There's so many things that go on in the background that the general public just doesn't know and may not need to know on certain occasions, but uh, there's a mm-hmm. lot of good stories that come out of those we're talking to Aaron uh, Borgman, who is with uh, his own company now. Uh, he's the owner of Borgman Rehab Solutions, a physical therapist, athletic trainer, and entrepreneur. He was uh, an NFL sideline vet for 12 years, uh, working for the Chiefs and for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we're going to get to your new business here in a second, but 
give us some give us a couple of players that you really thought uh were good great guys that you that you met over the years that you you'd want to have a beer with or hang out with or just good family people what, who are your some of your favorites i mean we can say that now that you're not you're not employed anymore right? exactly um something maybe near and dear to your heart uh one of my favorites in philadelphia was a gentleman by the name of john runyon mm-hmm. a congressman for the state of new sure. jersey as well yeah. Um, I enjoyed a uh, controversial gentleman, but for me was always great. Michael Vick is one of my favorite players of all time to deal with. Um, I Why met, is that? I met him after uh, he was dealing with his law enforcement issues, but uh, easily one of the funniest, one of the most uh, personable, athletic, happiest guys I've ever dealt with in my world. Really? Um, you know, Always was, had a smile on his face? Always. Funniest, one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my life. Uh, he was here with an in, as an intern coach for us a couple years back here. Interesting. That's well. a, that's a good tidbit right there. Um, you know, guys like Brian Westbrook, uh, guys like uh, Trey Thomas, guys like Corel Buckhalter, all good in Philadelphia. Here, mm-hmm. the one guy above all, and I know I'm going to create controversy with this now, Alex Smith. Oh yeah, one of the, he just he's a great guy. Um, you know, we've had. Jeremy Macklin, somebody who's near and dear to your Mizzou, heart. Yeah, we had J Mac in Philadelphia, and J Mac's a close personal friend of mine. Um, so Great, I'd, I'd love I'd love to go to lunch with him sometime. Okay. He's not in the league right now. Bring him in Kansas City. We'll we'll have a Mizzou watch party. Or Absolutely. Something. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Anthony Sherman, one of my oh, favorites yeah. here. Mitch, he's, a char- he's a character, isn't he? Yes, Mitch Morse, another Mizzou grad. Sure. Mitch Schwartz. Um, those are the people that I'd like to go hang out with. I love it. I love it. We're talking to Aaron Borgman. We'll be right back after the break with more grilling. Welcome back to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for uh, joining us today at 980 AM and on iTunes or if you're listening online on GrillNationShow.com. Again, I'm with Aaron Borgman for this uh, last segment of the show today. He's a physical therapist, uh, has his own company, Borgman Rehab Solutions, and also is a uh, former NFL athletic trainer. He's uh, We're sharing stories off air. We can't bring on air, on air, but... Uh, He's worked with some of the best athletes uh, that we've all uh, known to love here in Kansas City uh, through the years. Mentioned Alex Smith is someone he really enjoyed. Jeremy Macklin, uh, Mitch Morris, others uh, in our last segment. I want to get into what kind of made you leave the NFL. Everyone dreams of a sports job. You worked in sports for shoot for fifteen to seventeen years. It looks like on your resume in, in the highest levels. Um, Why did you decide to start your own company uh, and uh, and do what you're doing now? Uh, it's a good question. Um, a lot of people that are in the industry do not get out. They're lifers, as I've called them. And my personal joy out of what I did was putting people back together, putting them back on the field. And, um, you know, I did that with some pretty high-profile cases here in Kansas City with Derek Johnson. Uh, got him back to two Achilles uh, once to the Pro Bowl after the fact. Um, so that was cool. And you know, I, I just felt like I had done everything that I had wanted to do. I did not want to take the next step in my progression to that level. It was more administrative than I wanted to be. And I'm a type of guy that always needs a new challenge. Mm-hmm. And I've always got a bunch of balls in the air juggling something, uh, new ideas. And with the fact that I wanted to be around my kids a little bit more, have a little bit more flexibility, I felt like I was missing on doing some things in life that I didn't get enough time to do a lot of my golf game. Um I decided, How's that going? Uh, better, <laughs> better. Um, I, I, I had a great golf. I played two times golf last week, and 
my back was killing me. I should have called you. And that's what I should do. Like when I was playing a great country club out in California and it was painful, but I, I fought through it. And I was like, got to keep going. Just Absolutely. popping Advils. And then I played and I didn't play very good. Then I played over the weekend and I had probably had the best round. There was no pain. I'm like, how is this working? Like every day it's so different, but it's like, you know, you feel really good when you play really well. And the next day you could play terrible. It's, it's such a tough game. It's a silly game. I love it though. <laughs> um, so I decided that I wanted to do something on my own and I wanted to make yeah. my own mark. And, um, you know, for umpteen years, I worked for other people and I decided I wanted to work for myself. And I, I didn't really know if this idea was going to take off. Thankfully it has. Good. Um, it is what I describe as some, one of my colleagues has described as hyper niche and it is a select deal. Um, but I wanted to build my own thing, put my name on something, kind of branch out. And um, like many of your guests that I listened to, they had a desire to uh, continue to, like I said, build something. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I was at. Um, I wanted to do something else. And I, like I said, just more flexibility in my life. Yeah. Uh, that NFL life doesn't have a whole lot of that. You got to try to find that that stability versus challenge versus freedom exactly. with your own company. Uh, your website is Borgman, B-O-R-G-M-A-N-N, RehabSolutions.com. Uh, you got some really cool stuff on your website. Your, your, your tagline is treating the athlete, not the condition. You have some testimonials on here from, uh, Mike DeVito and, uh, Derek Johnson as well. Uh, it is kind of a niche area, isn't it? Very much so. <laughs> and, you know, branching out, uh, I'm, I've obviously taken care of athletes my whole life, but what a lot of people don't realize is we took care of the coaches. We took care of the coaches, kids. We took care of people in the front office that had, didn't have enough time. So while we took care of all the stuff that you saw on TV, we also took care of a lot of the stuff that you didn't. And that's where I felt like my biggest advantage was in the general public is bringing that level of care to everybody, basically. Mm -hmm. How is, uh, how's your stay in Kansas city been? I you, love Kansas as a St. Louis guy. You know, we, a lot of people have that rivalry and then I don't understand it either. Philly, you know? the, the city has such a chip on its shoulder and it shouldn't because it's so great. And that's why when I got out of the, I got to stop you there, man. Or does St. Louis have a chip on its shoulder? Either way, neither of them should. <laughs> I got to stand up for our local Kansas City people here. But you're right; there's this constant chip on both shoulders. Oh man! And Kansas City has so much going for it. And when I actually told everybody that I was getting out, they're like, "Oh, well, you're moving back home to Kansas or to St. Louis." I said, "No, I love Kansas City. I want to stay here. I want to grow this. Uh, Kansas City's up and coming. We love our neighborhood. We live in Brookside." Oh, you're right down the street from me, right? Uh, yeah. And so, you know, I love walking everywhere in Philadelphia. It was a big walking town. So, you know, we have that flexibility to be able to do that. And my kids think it's great that they can just run around and play with each other in everybody's yards. And uh, I love Kansas City. I love everything about it. I love the downtown, the crossroads, the food scene is up and coming. I'm a big foodie. Um, so, what, yeah. what are some of your favorite golf courses out here? In here? Kansas City, yeah. Uh, I have to... Uh, say that I've played a lot of Deer Creek because the team had a corporate sponsorship <laughs> with Deer Creek for oh, a long yeah. time. Uh, I have friends that uh, play a lot of Stone Canyon. That's a uh, tough one. It is a tough one. I, I play occasionally very well there. Um, but I played a uh, charity event up at the National. I'm a member of the Deuce. It's pretty tough to beat that one. That's, that's my experience. I Unfortunately, because of my job, I only got to play like February to July. Mm -hmm. So um, we, we I do go down to the Lake of the Ozarks a lot. I play down there, but... Um, you gotta you gotta try out Lock Lloyd sometime. Yes, I have several clients in Lock Lloyd, and I'm starting to barter services for <laughs> tea times here. Lock Lloyd's good. Wolf Creek's good. Obviously, Hallbrook, the uh, all the the courses by our house. Right. 
Uh, we'll have to play golf sometime. Absolutely. Uh, you can, you can help my back issues. <laughs> uh, talking to Aaron Borgman. He is with Borgman Rehab Solutions. Uh, really cool stuff. Uh, so it, who do you, so if I'm not a, a professional athlete, do, can I work with you or absolutely if I'm, if I'm a college athlete or if I'm a, Superstar high school. How does how does this all work, and who do you, who do you kind of work with? I, I will literally treat anybody that gives me a call that we can work out a situation. Uh, for instance, I've got I got a client, a new client this week that she is a fairly high profile executive, and she's always on the go. And I have to uh, make my schedule fit hers because the only time that she has to be seen after overcoming a surgery is seven a.m. on a Tuesday. So what I do is I take all of my gear, I put it in my truck, I have a portable table, I have a bag full of tools that I use. I go to the client. It, it is based upon the client's convenience. And what I have been calling it to people, I say it's the Netflix of rehab. Hmm. Um, you know, that's where we're at in society. Everybody wants convenience. Everybody wants it how they want it. Everybody wants it tailored to them. And it's a one-on-one thing. And so that's what we feel like we can get ahead in the industry. That's pretty awesome. So you have this uh, patent pending as well. Yes. QB school, what is that? So QB school is something that I kind of – developed over a couple of uh, seasons of what I call is filling a gap in quarterback strengthening. And it started off with our QB program. And um, I won't mention names about who came to me to ask for that, but uh, we, we just kind of added some supplemental things that hadn't been thought of. And we took a different spin on stuff. And my, my point in taking it to the general public is it's good for rotational people of anything. I mean, you, we developed it because the QBs throw so much and they need such good rotational strength. Well, that works for baseball players. That works for lacrosse players. That works for golfers, obviously. And then anybody that does a, you know, rotational-based job. I mean, if, you, if you're on an assembly line, we can help that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really it translates to anybody that is active and that moves a lot. Um, now, obviously, I like to work with athletes and quarterbacks quite a bit, and I've actually done some – consulting on the NFL level for other teams once I got out of employment with that's teams. That's what I was going to ask you about. we got about a minute left. <laughs> uh, Borg, Borgman Rehab Solutions, great website. Check it out. Uh, when you start your company, that's your first niche, right? Yeah. You're a consultant. You can you can consult with any player now, right? On any team. Correct. Quite an avenue of potential business. Correct. You just got to start, start making calls, right? Yeah, so, you know, obviously I use my uh, – contacts throughout the league and coaching players, medical staffs and say, Hey, look, you know, this is what's going on. This is what I'm doing. Give me a call. If you need something, I'm happy to help anyway. All right here from Kansas city. Uh, Aaron, I appreciate you coming on the show today. I'd love to have you on again. Uh, you know, I love talking sports. Obviously this is an interesting, uh, subject. And I know a lot of people could use user services that maybe aren't in the NFL as well. Uh, so they connect with you just on the website, BorgmanRehabSolutions.com? Yeah, we have a uh, contact form. Uh, all my contact information is on there, Twitter handle, that kind of thing. Well, it's been great meeting you, man. Let's we'll definitely go golfing sooner, have a beer, and uh, watch some football. Absolutely. Uh, anybody needs to find me, I write uh, every week for Arrowhead Pride as well. Oh, you so, do? Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely tweet that out here and follow you there. I'm excited about the Chiefs this year. Me too. Thanks for listening to the Grill Nation show. We'll see you again next week. Have a good one. Take care.